You know that feeling when it's a full moon and all of a sudden you start sweating and your skin starts stretching? The nails in your hands extend? Your pointer teeth turn into fangs and you start sprouting thick hair all over your body? Yeah, me neither. But that sounds super scary, right? Remember my riddle from last week? What has fangs but isn't a vampire? Well, if you know the answer, shout it out on three. One, two, three. Werewolves. But really, we're all winners, because werewolves are today's topic. That's right, I'm turning us all into teen wolves, and we're going to explore the lore of these man-beasts, and of course, howl at the moon. Don't worry, I'll turn you back into humans at the end of this episode, so enjoy this opportunity to get acquainted with your inner animal. Alright, let the transformation begin. Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast, Know-It-All. And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. So why am I so obsessed with werewolves right now? Because I just binged season two of the Netflix series, The Order. The show is all about a secret order and a war between werewolves and practitioners of dark magic. Tonight, we welcome four new members to the Hermetic Order of the Blue Rose. These things inside of us want us to remember. The Order took our memories, but when the time is right, we're going to make them pay. And it sent me down a rabbit hole about werewolves. Because for all the werewolf representation in TV and movies, I have to admit, I wasn't totally sure what exactly a werewolf is. Something about a full moon, something about growing hair and fangs, something about silver... Uh, that's pretty much all I knew. I wanted to know everything. What exactly is a werewolf? How do you become one? Are they real or just a monster invented for science fiction? Can they be cured? You ask a lot of questions. That's right. I do ask a lot of questions. Now, let's dig into the answers. First, let's start with the what. The Old English translation of werewolf is literally man-wolf which is spot on because werewolves are humans with the ability to shapeshift into a wolf-like creature after being bitten or placed under a curse. Next full moon, you'll turn into a werewolf. Transformations traditionally happen on a full moon, but that's not always the case. References to the werewolf as we know it first appeared in ancient Greek and Roman texts. According to the conversation, the earliest surviving example of a man-to-wolf transformation is from around 2100 BC in the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is the oldest known Western prose. In this story, Gilgamesh jilts a potential lover because she turned her previous mate into a wolf. And honestly, that seems like a totally legit reason to dump somebody. If I found out my girlfriend had turned her ex into a wolf, I'd be like, hey, we need to talk. Ovid's metamorphosis was the first to depict Lycan's physical transformation as a side effect of his bad behavior. This characterization is the origin of the monstrous werewolf trope in modern fiction and the beginning of the idea that becoming a werewolf is a manifestation of one's inner beast. I think we've seriously underestimated the beast. Which brings us to my next point of investigation. How does one become a werewolf anyway? Carol Rose, in her book Giants, Monsters, and Dragons, says that in ancient Greece, it was believed that a person could be transformed by eating the meat of a wolf that had been mixed in with that of a human, and the condition was irreversible. Over the centuries, other methods of becoming a werewolf had been introduced, including being cursed, being conceived under a new moon, eating certain herbs, sleeping under a full moon on a Friday, 
drinking water that had been touched by a wolf, and being bitten by a werewolf. In my informal research based on pretty much every werewolf movie ever, werewolf bites are the most common means of lycanthropy. Word alert. You know what that means, know-it-alls. I just got a word alert. Lycanthropy is a supernatural transformation of a person into a wolf. Merriam-Webster also says lycanthropy can mean a delusion that one has become a wolf, a definition that inherently calls into question the reality of that transformation. In 1584, Reginald Scott argued against the reality of werewolves in his book The Discovery of Witchcraft by stating lycanthropia is a disease, not a transformation. Clinical lycanthropy is actually recognized as a medical condition in which a person believes him or herself to be an animal. I am not a human being! I am an animal! Cold-blooded! And that begs the question, are werewolves real? The short answer is no. Today, werewolves are thought to only exist in mythology. However, the werewolf phenomena may have a medical explanation. What is it, doctor? What's going on? Peter the Wild Boy is one example cited by History.com. He was found wandering naked on all fours in a German forest in 1725. Peter ate with his hands and couldn't speak, so at the time, many thought he was a werewolf or at least raised by wolves. But new research has shown that he most likely had Pitt-Hopkins syndrome, a condition discovered in 1978 that causes lack of speech, seizures, distinct facial features, difficulty breathing, and intellectual challenges. There are several other medical conditions with symptoms that may have led us to this early belief in werewolves, such as a rare genetic disorder called hypertrichosis, which causes excessive hair growth on the face and body, a condition called porphyria that is characterized by extreme sensitivity to light, plus rabies, hallucinations, food poisoning, and anxiety. Science wasn't very advanced in the late Middle Ages and early modern period, so it's not surprising that the belief in werewolves flourished in tandem to the belief in witches. In those days, witch hunts and witch trials were common when somebody was suspected of being a witch. But I've already told you, I'm not a witch at all. Similarly, werewolf trials began in Switzerland in the early 1400s, and it wasn't just people with medical conditions being unfairly accused. Sometimes, serial killers and other criminals would claim that they were werewolves when charged with heinous crimes. History.com states that in 1521, Frenchman Pierre Bergot and Michel Vernon allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment that turned them into wolves. After confessing to brutally murdering several children, they both were burned to death at the stake. This was because burning was thought to be one of the few ways to kill a werewolf. Trials of supposed werewolves spread throughout Europe in the 1500s and continued all the way up to the 1700s. After the witch trials ended, people's genuine belief in werewolves started to decline, and werewolves shifted into a popular figure in the emerging horror genre. And obviously, werewolves have staying power, because they have endured as a pop culture favorite even today. In fact, they're a common enemy of vampires, which are another popular man-monster in TV shows and movies, like the blockbuster Twilight Saga. I've never been afraid of vampires. Werewolves are great ensemble players, but they really shine when given the opportunity to play in a starring role. A 1913 silent film called The Werewolf is considered the first werewolf movie. And werewolves have been playing the leading role ever since in classics like The Howling, American Werewolf in London, and Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. Bet you didn't know it was a movie before the popular MTV show. What can a teen wolf do? I can smell what you're looking for. 
Though, as a card-carrying feminist, I have to point out that the lady werewolf representation is decidedly lacking, aside from the rare exception like ginger snaps. Did I change last night? How at the moon? It's just being normal teenage girls. But we definitely need more. That's why I'm excited about the Lilith Bathory character on The Order. I gotta say, it's been really fun being werewolves with you guys. I definitely learned a lot and hope you did too. But I'm ready to be a regular old human again. So that brings me to my final question. How do you cure a werewolf? Well, there have been a variety of methods throughout the ages and across the globe. Everything from exhaustion, to consuming a medicine like wolfsbane, to striking the werewolf on its forehead with silver, or via a werewolf exorcism of sorts. I'm gonna go with that one. Here goes. You naughty werewolves, how dare you listen to this awesome podcast and become smarter? You better turn back into humans right this instant. Wow, that was easy. I guess I should take off this wolf's pelt now, though, because while I'd love to see some more she-wolves in pop culture, I don't necessarily want to become one myself. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJS or Twitter at NotJS. I want to know your favorite werewolf character of all time. Are you Team Jack Morton or Team Jacob Black or Team somebody else? And please smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy. And when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. What's a new show that is the opposite of Blessed? Think you know the answer? Leave a comment on social and I'll give a shout out to somebody who gets it right in the next episode. Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know It All. Know It All.